Let's fucking do this. <laughs> Alright, I'm in record on my Zoom. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> Everybody want to be bodybuilder, but no bodybuilder heavy ass weights. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 58 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your host, Chase Myers, out here in Seattle, Washington. Every week, I talk to my best friend and hilarious comedian down there in Louisiana, the one, Josh Watts. Good evening, shitheads. It's your boy, the Mohawked Meat Castle, the man who single-handedly brought Alex Jones to justice. And I would do it again in a fucking heartbeat. Happy birthday, America. This is episode 58. That's 24 more than 34. And that is exactly the right age of years in years of the American heartbeat. You can feel it every time you eat some manwich, every time you step your bare foot into a piece of glass on a sandy beach outside of North Carolina, every time somebody cusses at you for speaking a different language. You know that America has served you well. And we're here. And I just want to take a chance to say thank you for allowing me to be stabbed with a broken MRE spoon in a country I cannot spell uh, to defend this country that I am now embarrassed to be from. Happy birthday, America! Happy birthday, America! Happy birthday! Man, you don't look a day over 200. Look at you. Just old and racist. Old and fat and racist. <laughs> and hot. It's hot now. It's getting real hot all of a sudden. I don't like uh, that at all. I, the, no. I hear... Your side of the country is just melting. Bro, I'm, that the, the news. I'm the last one standing. I really yeah. am. My years of uh, dealing with swamp people and stuff in Louisiana and the humidity uh, got me prepared for the 105 degree weather that happened here in a state that doesn't know what to do when it hits 83. It decided to be 105 for a whole weekend. And uh, yeah, no, nothing, just nothing was open. Nothing was open. Everybody just stayed as still as possible. Nobody touched each other. We just, we just all survived, yo. I assume we, I did. I don't know how everybody else made it, but I, uh, I when made I was it when I was a little kid, uh, one of the things I used to do, just a normal thing, was I would take a whole bunch of ant, ants and I would put them in a tic tac thing, and then I would put it in the microwave and just see what happened. And I feel like okay. that right now is what God is doing to the Pacific Northwest. I feel like what you just said is the beginning of a serial killer documentary, nah. actually, is what nah, that dude. sounds like. Nope, 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 nope. And I'll tell you what, you know why I'm not a serial killer? Because it's insects. Oh. It's not, they don't count if they're not cute. You can kill insects, ugly animals, and ugly people, and it doesn't count. It's not a loss. So it's just one of cats and puppies? That's whenever, yeah, that's uh, whenever it shows yeah, up you, when you're older? You can't, and okay. bunnies, you can't kill a bunny. Bunnies are cute unless that bunny comes after you. I had a bunny come after my family once. You can't. I mean, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta listen, do. Listen here, Peter Cottontail. This is my family, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nothing stronger I mean, than my love for bunnies uh, except for my love for family. <laughs> That's where me and Vin Diesel are exactly the same. <laughs> Our familia. <laughs> I've always said that about you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we were like a bunch of ants shoved into a Tic Tac box that was shoved into a microwave. I don't know for sure. I'm going to edit out where like. I said it, so now it's just you saying that. Oh, so and now I'm, I'm just weird. <laughs> and then like, I'm back. I wonder where you got that from. Chase, what a weird reference you would make out of nowhere right now. <laughs> sounds like the beginning of a serial killer documentary. That's what it sounds like is coming out of your mouth over there, Chase. That sounds like completely something you said and only you. You never did that? You never killed ants and like you never... 
I mean, I stepped on a, a like an ant bed, but I've never, you know. Oh, dude. I, I, I never went farther with it. I didn't like get a microphone, like, uh, fucking what? What do they call it? A mic? The glass? Magnifying like the, glass? Uh, you never burn buds with a magnifying glass? No, I. Uh, that seemed too mean. Uh, in cartoons, nah, the people that were always doing it were the mean no, people. No, you only so. burn the bugs that fucking deserve it. <laughs> I would go by. I would step on an ant bed and watch them all freak out and rebuild their house. Like, God damn it! Look what the fuck <laughs> happened! They just all get together. Jesus Christ! Wake the fuck up! And, and they would just immediately. That's why they run around like that. They're just like, what the fuck just happened? What the fucking shit? <laughs> just trying to enjoy Saturday afternoon. And now my whole roof's gone. It's that fucking Fuck kid again. You. Fucking kid. He thinks it's so funny. Yeah, I guess we'll just rebuild. We'll just rebuild back on the same spot oh, where the fucking kid steps on us every week. All right, fine. I, dude, I used to, I used to, uh, man, I used to find ways like to kill ants in ant beds. I used to like try to find creative ways. You could cover it in dawn soap and they just smother out. I'd put gas on it. Like you pour gas oh. on it. And it rolls through and it kills, like, it'll kill them. There will be no more ants, like, unlike yeah, some of the like bug it. stuff. But it'll also kill your grass. But instead of just pouring it on there like a normal ant-killing person who doesn't want ants in their yard, I would pour it on there and then light it on fire. <laughs> and all the little ants would run out their house with their little legs. Yeah, what do we do to you? No! And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> Biden! You, Biden 2020, bitches! Biden 2020! <laughs> no more ants. It's no, but I did. I, I I fucking hated ants. I, to this day, right now, if I had to go cut my grass and there was an ant nest, I would go in the garage and grab the gas can and, and just pour gas on them until they stopped moving. <laughs> yeah. I hate fucking ants. My, yeah, I never read that. Zoe said in ants once when she was like, uh, I don't know, eight, nine months, and they got all in her diaper, and I thought I had knocked them off of her. Because I didn't see any more, but they had crawled all inside her legs. And since then, I've just been taken out on the entire species. Just since then. And I know too. that was only revenge for the microwave tic-tac thing. I know that. But look. Just like, just like Uncle Vin said, me familia is stronger than the need for ants in this world. That's what I'm... <laughs> this took a that's turn. Gonna be, no, this that's going to be turn. Fast and Furious like 11. It's going to be Fast and Furious 11... The Fast and Furious Familia versus Ant-Man. And that's what we're going to get. <laughs> I'm going to see that tomorrow. I can't fucking oh, wait. Yeah? I'll wear a mask. I'll wear a mask in there for six hours if you let me watch Vin Diesel fly across the interstate. Are they going to make you wear a mask? Because we're, uh, we're loosening up on the mask thing here. I, uh, I, I do now. Uh, I wear a mask everywhere except for the gym. And that's, I should. It's just I'm being lazy. Like the with the Delta variant, until I'm yeah. vaccinated... Until I have a vaccine for that as well, until I'm like double microchipped, I'm a little. I'm starting to wear my mask again just to be careful. I don't know. I got you. They uh, they just like this this weekend was the first weekend that uh, they got rid of masks out here. Sometimes like I'll go to Target or something without it because nobody gets any. Nobody is really near me. But in the movie theater, uh, it's a movie tavern, so people be eating and coughing and being fucking neck beards in there, and it's gonna aggravate me. Some you gotta watch out for them. Yeah, and I found out during the beginning of coronavirus, if you have a mask on in the theater, it's a lot harder for them to see whenever you're vaping illegally in the theater. And then the, it also holds it right here in your face, so then you just get 
was, you die. I was about to say, you, except for, you get except whenever the uh, <laughs> the smoke goes out <laughs> and everybody totally sees it in the light of the movie. Remember yeah. when we tried to smoke in? What movie did we try to smoke in? We tried to Transformers smoke Four. <laughs> yeah. Was it the Transformers? <laughs> Seems like it must have been. I, I but I know we were at something where we both took a hit and we were like, "Yeah, it'll be fine. It's a vape. You don't even fucking smell it. It's no problem." And then we looked up and we're like, "Oh yeah, that." <laughs> it was Keanu. It was that. Uh, the oh, Keanu that's right. movie. <laughs> the Reggie uh, Reggie Raw movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it took him five seconds to after. The news was like, Bill Cosby is out of jail, and Reggie was like, I fucking told y'all! Okay, alright, let's do some backstory there. There's a, oh, there's a I com- forgot we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> there's a comedian uh, that we started with in Louisiana, and uh, he decided to be one of those comics that was just going to die on Bill Cosby, didn't do it, despite... Uh, all the evidence, all the mountains of evidence, the 60 women, the 30 years worth of accusations. Uh, despite all of that, our buddy Reggie Raw was like, nah, he ain't fucking do it. And anybody that thinks he did is a fucking bitch and a pussy. And he especially took it out on our buddy Evan Rabelais. I, was, like, I couldn't wait to get to that. <laughs> yeah, he would go up on stage and just for some reason, like he would, he, I feel like he wasn't going to do this unless Evan was in the crowd. Yeah. But if Evan was in the crowd, he'd walk up and be like, Bill Cosby's a hero. And what the fuck are you going to do about it, Evan Rabelais? That's right, you bitch. And he would just do that from stage. Like, it would just, and the whole crowd was so confused. Like, well, are they friends? Are they not? It doesn't seem friendly. I love Evan to death. I love Evan to death. I actually like Reggie a lot, too. Uh, but that was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen because it was so needlessly aggressive. Because one time Evan was like, hey, uh, I think Bill Cosby did do it. Or like, it came up where Evan's. Evan didn't go up to Reggie and say, your joke is bad because Bill Cosby did rape a bunch of people. He said it to somebody else and somebody heard him. But that leads, uh, I want to interrupt the story with, that leads me to one of my favorite moments I've ever experienced in comedy. Before a show, we were all standing in a circle of the comics getting ready to talk. And Reggie Raw Raw walked up and he said, what's up? Ah, hey, hey. And he shook everybody's hand. And when he got to Evan, he stopped and he goes, and fuck you, Evan. (laughs) It was crazy, bro. I've never seen somebody so aggressively angry at somebody. Just forever. Like, and it, there'd be dead moments. They'd be like a month of like, oh, I guess they'd be at the same shows and nothing would happen. And then just suddenly, Reggie would take his moment. He would just have his moment up on stage. The biggest crowd. Everybody's it, looking at him. He's, he's killing it, at his height. At his height right there. And he would just, just take that second to tell everybody Evan Rabelais is a big old bitch. Like, that's what he would do. It and it sounds, it sounds like our typical uh, BOD exaggeration. He would really say, and what the fuck you gonna do about it, Evan Rabelais, you bitch? (laughs) It was so weird in the middle. But man, he loves Bill Cosby. He fully believes that he didn't do anything. And he couldn't wait for... I mean, I was trying to make a flyer for a show and I was on Instagram looking for pictures of the comics performing. The first thing I saw was... I told y'all motherfuckers he ain't did nothing. And I, I read the whole post because I was waiting to see. And fuck you, Evan Rabelais. <laughs> <laughs> People like Evan Rabelais put this great man behind bars. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Reggie, you just fucking dumb. Jesus Christ, bro. How <laughs> how could you possibly think? I mean, there's literally uh, from his first trial, because there's been more than one trial, uh, 
uh, from the first one, like it, it was, it was sealed that he admitted to it. Like he said, I did. Oh. He's like, I did it. I love he... to do it. It's a thing I do. I <laughs> bought all thing. the Quaaludes. <laughs> I bought all the Quaaludes in the '60s. You can't even get them anymore. I got them. Like. It was a thing. He said. He didn't get out because they were like, oh, it turns out he didn't do it. He got out because somebody did, like, messed up paperwork somewhere. Like, it's a technicality. It's not that he didn't do it. It's if you talk about it, then we'll pretend that you can. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck him. I don't want to spend no, I think we said. I think we said it right. I I don't think we can say it any better than fuck Bill Cosby. We were clear about it. Uh, <laughs> that reminds like uh, years ago in baseball there was this thing uh, there's this player named Ryan Braun and uh, he was like one MVP looked like he was going to be like this great player uh, he was like the star of the Brewers and uh, then he fails he fails a uh, ster- like he takes steroids and uh, and he gets caught for it and they're like uh, Major League's like you get a 50 game suspension for your first time you get caught and uh, and instead of like fighting it that like I didn't do it, he fought them on the fact that they took it like they took his sample on Friday, <laughs> but didn't test it until Monday, and that's not the procedure. You're supposed to do it within 24 hours, and he got it thrown out. Like he didn't get suspended because it'd be like it's a, like and it was like it was like his testosterone was like like pop, popping out of his eyeballs. Like he he was like too. He was too wound yeah. up. The and, argument yeah, wasn't that somebody slipped it in over the weekend while it was no. just sitting there waiting. That wasn't the argument. No. It was that, no, you didn't test it the right way. You guys waited too long, so that sample doesn't count. Which, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why they weren't like, okay, we'll just test you again right now, three days later. But I see <laughs> a vein sticking out of your chest right now. I can just like, get it from here. Yeah, it's out of your nose. I didn't even know they had veins on top of your nose. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! Um, I saw. Uh, so, <laughs> I was reading a news article, Chase, an actual news article. And look, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. And now I am against all media, except for, except for podcasts. I like, I like podcasts. Not so. <laughs> article about this snake, and uh, it's. I look because it's like this common Louisiana snake is was found wrapped around a door because they're getting more bold in this because of the climate change. And I'm okay. like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm reading this. And then I'm like, this sounds crazy, but I guess this is science because this is like a Newsweek article. I think they're real. And then it showed a picture of a snake and it said snake. Hold on. I, I wrote down the exact. <laughs> it said that it was a black racer snake. It wasn't. It said it was a black rake. I'll put the picture in the thing. It said it was a black racer snake and that it was identified by Facebook commenters. Oh, well, there's no more sound. Yeah, that, then, it, then that it is what it is. You're a fucking news station. You, you, I don't know what kind of snake this is. On Facebook, some does, my aunt said it was a whatever. Just put that in there. We don't have Google. Or... Wait, what's that? Breaking news. Breaking news. Hold on. Wait, yes. Yes, my second grade teacher. Yeah, my second grade teacher identified this as being an exotic squirrel. It has to be. It is an exotic <laughs> squirrel, and it is stealing pies from window sills. Everybody, watch out! Everybody, I'm watch sorry. Out. I'm this sorry, is- Chase. I hate to break in here, uh, but it is the my mom's preacher's wife, and yes. Jesus and Santa don't like Starbucks. Oh, 
Well, take it to the bank, baby. There it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it does. It does come better source than that. Identified by some Facebook commenters. I, that's fucking crazy. It's time for media to go down, dude. It's I'm a Trump guy now. That's it. It happened. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's what it took. They fucking did it. You bitches, you knew that was a cotton mouth and you said a black racer. Fuck all of y'all, build the wall. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, because Trump's face is in all Facebook comments. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They don't, they get the, the truth online. <laughs> there's a sad moment in that QAnon. I mean, the whole the whole thing is sad, but there's yeah, a sad Q, moment Q, in the QAnon <laughs> uh, documentary where uh, this dude who's... Uh, you know, he's decided that uh, his truth is just going to, that's going to be his truth, and he doesn't care about his family or anything else anymore. And he's uh, he's uh, sitting at the bar, and he's like, like, the news is on, and he's like, see this? I don't even know. Like, what is this? This is like theater to me. You know what's real? This is what's real. He's like pointing at his phone. This is what's real. What's Q say? That's what's real. And it, that broke my heart more than anything uh, <laughs> in the whole doc. Even uh, the person making the doc and the camera starts going, oh, you poor fuck. Oh, and no, you can just see the camera no. shaking. <laughs> No man, come on. Oh, buddy, come on. That Jeez. message board, that's that's your whole life now. Yeah. Hey, buddy, go back a couple episodes. People, board. go back to the archives. A couple episodes. People can lie about about stuff right online, and then I get in trouble for talking about it on a podcast. Brain cancer, lying motherfucker. Somebody told uh, the guy that I talked about in the cancer story has now subscribed to our YouTube. Oh, good. Share. Yeah. Tell a couple friends. So I don't know if somebody told him. Send it out on your fucking con list, like your fucking email list of all the people you con. Let them know. <laughs> Let them know to check it out. But I hope he listens to it from the beginning so we get all that ad revenue from 56, 55 episodes before he gets to me shitting on him. If he starts from the back, we're only going to make like 14 cents. Yeah, it's not we're gonna, not going to It's not even worth far. it. It's not even going to be worth it. <laughs> he better leave a five-star review before he listens. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine he likes it. Uh, well, I mean, we, we weren't very we weren't very fair. We weren't very nice. <laughs> no. I didn't tell his story very, uh, very good. Goodly? No, the story, no, the only problem with the way you told the story, which I can't believe it's like third week in a row we're talking about this, is that you made yourself seem bad. When yeah. you're not the one that was bad, it's him. It's fucking, hey dude, listening to my fucking show right now, you're a piece of shit, okay? Uh, how about that? So, we're the heroes. Yeah. We we're are the heroes! <laughs> oh man. I, uh, I did a show last night, and uh, boy, was I a big baby after uh -huh. I, I just been I just been pouting. Just got my little artsy heart all hurt. I oh, fucking no. uh so uh, They didn't laugh enough, Chase? Not what enough for me. What did that mean crowd do to you? You fucking tell me what they did to you. Not enough for me, okay? Uh it's it's a great show. It's at a place called Go Brewery, which is spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled, G A U X. Uh it is We're a New spreading Orleans up theme. north. <laughs> it's a New Orleans themed bar uh, out here in Auburn, uh, Washington, and uh, which is like not too far from Tacoma. And uh, yeah, I was looking forward to it because I did it before. I did it before the uh, pandemic, and now this is the first time we're doing it since. And uh, yeah, it was like cool. Like for five to eight, they had like a band, like a, they're playing jazz, 
playing jazz, getting everybody fired up. That was actually pretty dope. And, uh, and then jazz from 8 to best, 10, it was our show. Best pre-workout you can get is jazz music. Some soft jazz, yeah. make your dick and your muscles wet. It's it's the, it's the notes they don't play. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're listening to. Why Dude, that's, why that's they play poetry. that instead of the other note? Uh, and then and then after 10, they had like fireworks, because it's America's birthday. and uh, They're going off right now in the background. I don't know if you hear it. I My don't. dogs are traumatized, uh, locked outside. <laughs> you just you put them with the fireworks. Yep. Yeah, they're outside. I locked them in the yard. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was cool. A couple people from work came. Every time somebody's came from my job, I've always had a really great show. So I think that was also a part of this. Was that oh. uh, Travis went up? He did well. We were all doing thirty minute sets. Travis Nelson, my roommate, fucking killer. Travis Nelson, six comedy. Nine. Go check it out. He's six foot nine. Uh, him, then me, and then Monica Nevy, uh, who's a great comedian, and uh, and so uh, Travis goes up, destroys, does great. I go up, meh. I mean, it was fine, but meh. And uh, I guess I just couldn't handle a mass set because oh, boy, no. did it fucking wreck me, dude. I was so I don't know. I was like fidgeting on stage, like I, I was like uh, grabbing the mic stand and stuff, and quick, quick, fuck with it. I kept looking down and stuff. Like I, I felt. So Why aren't you fucking laughing? <laughs> Why don't you see I'm great? Why don't you see I'm the greatest? I don't understand. I I hate this right now, dude. I really hate this time mm. period for doing comedy because it's like. There's not much more I could be doing. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. And, and, and so all that I can do is like this one show a week, maybe two shows a week or whatever. And so like I don't have, like normally if this would happen whenever things were going the way they used to, it'd be like, oh, I had a set that wasn't that great. It doesn't matter. I have a show uh, tomorrow. I have right. a show on Wednesday. I got a show Thursday. Then I got all, you know, like I'd have all that stuff. But now it's like, damn, that didn't go great. I have a whole nother week before I get to do one show, before I have a whole nother two weeks before I get to do another <laughs> show. And it's like, I just, I, everyone hurts, and like I live and die with each one more and more and stuff. And uh, yeah, and so I had people, I had two people from work there, people who could handle themselves and not have their fucking drunk husbands trying to run up on stage uh, while I'm entertaining people. I brought, I brought two people who, who, who have manners, all right? I brought two people with manners Good. to sit there. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, they were just hella confused by why I was, like, all pouting in the corner and didn't want to talk anymore. Because it's, the worst thing is talking to a comedian after he did a set that he didn't think went well or whatever. Like, oh, it's, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can tell. You can tell me all day you thought it was good. I don't give a fuck. I, don't, I didn't feel good about it. So I've, I've I, punched somebody for telling me I did a good set when I didn't think it was. I'll punch you right in the mouth. You come over yeah. and patronize me. You That's how I handle my feelings, okay? I don't talk Violence about Violence is the answer! <laughs> it always was. It's never let me down. Not ever. And uh, and so, yeah, dude, I was just all pouty. I like literally like put my head down on the table, just being all dramatic, just waiting on people to come no. ask me, like, hey, hey, bud, what's going on? Like, I, just, I just don't want to talk about it, all right? Just Somebody kicked their chair around backwards and sat down in front of me. Hey, bud, hey. you need to talk? Hey, man. Sometimes hey, things don't go great for me either, you know? And you but, know what I like to do? Hair on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweet, sweet hair on. Try some drugs. <laughs> Come on. Come It'll make that bad set me. not so bad. Come try some drugs. <laughs> Come on. 
Come take a sidewalk nap with me. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and so you're just, you're just pouting in a New Orleans theme bar in Auburn. I pouted in a New Orleans theme bar until I went outside, and then I pouted amongst the fireworks. They were going, pew, pew, we and love you, just... America. Today's the greatest day. It's just my fucking, they had like my new tag and my new tag. And I, and I was weird on transitions from one story to the next. And they didn't, they didn't, have, they didn't have the attention span. And I don't <laughs> Just a man trying to get away from his children to play radio. Just God damn it! <laughs> All that's gonna have to be edited out now. All right, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I was talking about crying under the fireworks and the oh, celebration yeah. <laughs> of America. I was talking about, you didn't feel was, your sense of wonder. Yeah, I did. I didn't feel like everybody thought that I was the greatest, and it bugged me. And uh, and then I just started thinking about how it sucks, and I don't get to perform for another week. And then that show is going to be outside. And so who knows what that's no. going to be like. And then, uh, yeah. People don't it, laugh outside. That's a little known fact. People don't laugh when they're outside. So I've had some it's shows lately because we've, we've had to be. Yeah, the, you got to watch out for those birds, dude. <laughs> They'll the fucking birds, come right in your mouth and take stuff right out of your fucking face. Snatch the words right out of my mouth. People you start laughing? If you start laughing, you got an airhead or a lemon head or maybe a sour cherry drop in your mouth. Guess what? That bird's got an airhead or a lemon head or, or a sour cherry head in its mouth now, and you ain't got shit but bird flu. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we got to get comedy back inside, okay? I've lost too many great audience members and comedians to the bird flu. Bird flu's not going to take another audience from me, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Every time somebody bird. sees me out there beating birds with a bat out of the sky, like, what are you doing? I'm like, they're not taking another crowd from me! Mind your business. Were you on the side of the birds? Oh, fuck. Oh, you like birds? That's what you're trying to say? Are you one of them? Are you a bird? (laughs) I'll hit you with this tennis racket. You have to tell me if you are. That's bird law. (laughs) All right, so you're mad as fuck underneath some fireworks. You fight some people? No, I just just found it. I just sat there and pouted while Charlie Charlie Brown music played behind me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> you walked <laughs> home. Yeah. And, and uh, Travis, you know, Travis, when he drove home, he's like, you want Wendy's? I'm like, yeah, I want Wendy's. And then, we were, <laughs> and then Wendy's, they had like a line wrapped around it. And I was like, oh, man, fuck everything. I don't even want Wendy's. Just go home. I just, <laughs> just went home with no bad fast food. <laughs> To, to heal my, <clears throat> my sad soul and I just I just laid in bed I didn't even talked to Travis I, I just went straight to bed and I just put on George Carlin clips and I just watched George Carlin and it was like, it was like yeah tell me how to do it George I used to know how to do it how you do it and I, I just, remember when I did it I used to be able to do comedy real good not like this stuff this is and uh yeah yeah that was it I just had a weird I had a weird comedy breakdown last night and uh, and I'm really happy the two people I work with got to see it. Uh, so that's that's always good. good. Look, buddy, yeah. if somebody who's had some serious emotional breakdowns at shows and such, uh, it's always fun whenever the people that watch that happen to you get to talk to you about it later. Like, hey, oh, so you okay. really freaked the fuck out, right? <laughs> hey, so you didn't handle that well, huh? Does that happen every time you perform? Is that like your shtick? Is it that like? You do a pretty good set that nobody thinks is that bad, and then you cry in the corner for the rest of the time. Is, so at is every open I, mic, at every open mic, you try to choke Jermaine Jingles. Is that what you do? Is that how you set? end your sets? Do you do you tip him out for that? Like, does he get paid for 
getting choked every like how does that work is it i got to do a show i did a show friday uh yeah friday the birthday show with morgan that we talked about did i talk about yeah you talked about how you fucking destroyed it last week uh oh shit yeah Yeah. we've already missed a week uh yeah it there was an interesting so just like you said i haven't done enough shows to like really to get back in the i don't feel like they're funny stories but they don't have the sting on the end that they need to yet i'm still trying to like feel it out and uh this is the fourth time that i've gone on stage and forgotten to tell the joke about the bookshelf in the car falling out and me smashing it my neighbor seeing yeah. me I keep for, I have it written down on the show notes. It was written down like huge, and I still fucking forgot to tell the joke. But uh, it went it went really good. I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of people come up after the show and uh, want to talk to me, like hey, good set or whatever. And uh, coronavirus has damaged me so much that I was I was happy to talk to people after the show. I, yeah, come come here. No, you two come here. Let's get in here. Let's all just kiss. Let's kiss. Let's three way kiss, and we would just kiss over how good i was at comedy <laughs> yeah see i wanted that last night that's why i heard it i like i really wanted i really wanted to make out with that whole crowd well let me let me tell you the last the last part that made it the best part was a guy told me hey i think i've seen you around here before you've done comedy here like years back and yeah he goes you were pretty funny this time <laughs> i love that i'm glad you went out of your way <laughs> to come over here and tell me that you fuck. Yeah, that uh, I had a lady one time tell me, uh, she's like, that was so funny, you just probably went a little too long. Like, that was, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, if it was a little bit shorter, I think it would have been better. And I was like, well, I did the amount of time I was paid to do, so she's like, yeah, I would just shorten it. I would just, like, <laughs> like, she, <laughs> yeah, but for me, it just didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's just that last 10 minutes, I was really, I, I really lost. I really, you really lost me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> this coming weekend, July 10th, is the first show of North Shore Comedy. Yes. And that is the, me and Daryl Rollo uh, bought a bar in Mandeville. Uh, we do the Where You At podcast, the New Orleans uh, NPR satirical podcast um and he bought a bar called the mandeville social club and we are starting to run shows there we're gonna do monthly saturday shows the first one's july 10th it is free uh because we want you to see how good we are and you get a little taste for free and you realize how much you fucking love it and you need it and then the next time you have to pay for it a hundred dollars a hundred dollars and some drugs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Uh, I just I'm I want to host. That's all I'm gonna do. Uh, and I get to bring in the comics that I like and get to watch them do great shows. Uh, this first one we got Maggie Shipley, Will Merrill, yeah. Vaughn Vaon, Lane Sparkus, and Keegan O'Connell. It's gonna be an awesome show. And me hosting. And I I'm hosting with my titties out, and it's just gonna be the realest shit. Yeah, if y'all hadn't seen me do comedy in a while, don't think this podcast version of Josh is what you're gonna get. What you're gonna get is all right. Look, look imagine if Lewis Black and Bill Maher did a whole bunch of creatine and cocaine and then fought each other to the death, and then whoever won started hanging out with George Carlin, right? 
And they became real tight friends. And then Ron White would come around every once in a while and be like, hey, you're funny for a little bit, but don't hang out too long because you get annoying. If all of that happened, that's my new style. That's okay. That's you. All of that yeah. makes you. <laughs> that all of that is me. When you hear it, when you hear when I tell one of my first bits about how far the airplane got us and stuff, you're gonna be like, that sounds just like he's been uh, hanging man, out with Ron White. <laughs> man, that sounds an awful lot like Lewis Black and Bill Maher got in a knife fight. <laughs> Jesus, man, that is the comic exactly. going like. If Bill Maher and Lewis Black got in a knife fight <laughs> over a box of creatine, it would be this comedy set. Five stars. <laughs> really smart. Maybe too long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe cut it by like 10 minutes, but until then. Really good. Uh, but we're doing it. So we've just, just starting the show. and uh, So you're a booker now, dude. You're about to get all the annoying emails from all the ancients sending you videos and trying to get on the show. It's funny you should mention that. <laughs> we got a email from a, a comedian, like a, I don't even want to say his name, but like a, he does Carnival Cruises. Like that's exclusively uh, where he does comedy. Um, if you're you familiar with seat. comedy, that's a very specific brand of comedian. <laughs> you make a lot, you make good money, but also your audience can't leave because you're in the middle of the ocean. So... <laughs> I mean, also, you have to have, like, when you perform on those ships, you have to have an act that doesn't offend anybody in the world, because that's who's on the cruise, uh, of the any age, of any age. Any age and any person of any way of life is who your audience is, and you got to not offend any of them. Uh, Just and that's, hilarious. And that's the type of comedy that you have to crank out there. Uh, so they've gotten a little bit better over the last couple of years because they've actually put like real comedy clubs inside. Yeah. Of them. Uh, but they're still they still have these rules of uh, you can't completely cut loose and do like what you would do on land. You can't do that <laughs> on sea. So. I'm not knocking uh, other comedians. I would love to be able to get on a carnival cruise. I'm not. But this uh, the guy that emailed us is the. If I told you a Carnival Cruise comedian, he's exactly what you thought of. He's Tommy Llama on a yeah. boat. Like, yeah. Like, he's exactly who you think he is. Um, but this particular guy emailed the sh- emailed North Shore Comedy and was like, I want to come do your show. The show that hasn't happened at all yet, not even Yeah, I was about to say, yet. I don't even know how he knows about it yet. It's been posted in the comedy groups. Like, that this show is going to happen. And so he's like, oh, this show that's not charging a door cover and I've never heard of and hasn't put on its first show yet, I'm going to reach out to him. So he emails us and says, hey, I would love to do your show. Uh, you could pay me $1,000 a set and I'll do four, 30 to 40 minutes uh, and it'll be great for everybody involved. Uh, you have to promote it. You have to do all this. Uh, what do you say? First of all, No. no. We don't have $1,000 to pay you to do it. Like, we're giving these comedians tips. Why do you think the first show is free? Because we have $1,000? <laughs> right. You think the first show is free just because we have the money to not... You think these seven other comics just didn't ask for $1,000? You think that's what happened? <laughs> I bet they didn't I'll... even think to ask. You gotta you know ask what? them. That's how you get $1,000. You get the $1,000 because you asked. If you if they had just fucking asked, I'd have given them more than two drink tickets, but... That's hustle. That's hustle right there. And we were like, respectfully, we're not even shitty, which I, see, every partnership that I've ever been in that is successful is when other people deal with the people. 
Chase answers our emails. Chase, if you email us or whatever, it's probably going to be Chase that answers you. If it's not telling you to go fuck yourself or try to fight you, it's Chase. Uh, Daryl answered this email and was like, hey, this is a new show. We don't even have $1,000. No thanks. You know, like, not right. shit, but no thanks. And this dude wrote back, ha, 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 you must be new. And then a winky face. Which... Take everything he said away. Forget that I know who he is. Forget all that. The fact that he sent me a winky face emoji. I was ready to get on. I was going to paddle out to whatever cruise ship he was on. And I was going to beat the shit out of him. With all the stale bull shrimp on that fucking boat. And he deserved it. Don't you ever send me a winky face emoji. But. Uh, Chase. Ha ha ha. You must be new. It's a bold stance from a man emailing a show that hasn't happened yet. Asking for work. Also, like, we are new. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very new. This is the first show at a bar Chase, that just I, opened two weeks ago. I yeah. wish to God I'd have thought of that. We are new. That's why there hasn't been a show. I didn't even think of that. We are new, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, fuck? God. But this particular guy is just a piece of shit comic uh, that... Whenever I first started, uh, whenever we first started in comedy, like 2010, 11, uh, there was a lot of comedy Facebook groups, and I did more comedy fighting people in the groups than on stage. Yeah. I did more comedy. <laughs> and this guy was, anybody who's a comedian, I, I'm trying to think of how to, exp uh, we would be like, hey, comedy's fun, right? And this guy would be like, nah. no, it's not. And if you're having fun, you're fucking doing it wrong you pussies um just a real just a just a fucking downer just but, a sweetheart of a man you know <laughs> i've gotten into it with him with a couple of times on facebook uh in 2012 and he told me i was too soft to make it in comedy because i didn't like him making fun of a transsexual friend of mine uh, so i'm too soft to do comedy because i think a human should be treated like a person so yeah but, you can't make it in comedy like that dude you know i get that. it <laughs> yeah no and that's why yeah he's right he's right uh, and fuck him. It felt good to tell him no. Why do I hear a kid's voice, Chase? I keep hearing a child's voice coming, oh. and it's scaring the shit out of me. Because I know it's not so, in my house, but it sounds like it could be. I fucking hate it. So what's happening is I have my window open because it's it's still like in the 80s here, and uh, I my apartment complex just has a bunch of children that play outside. So. Face the laptop the towards those kids right now and take your headphones out so I can talk to them. I want to talk to those kids. Give me the back. Walk outside with the laptop <laughs> over my head. <laughs> and then I'm just like, hey! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Anyway, uh, I, I, I wanted. There's no real punch to that story. I fucking hated this guy, and he emailed us all shitty. So it felt good to tell him no. Daryl just like, I don't have a thousand dollars to pay you, so no. And I was like, yeah, go fuck yourself, you fuck. <laughs> I fucking hate him, so I'm so happy that we got to tell him no. But now I'm disappointed that I didn't think to say we are new. That's why we haven't had a single show yet. God damn it, Chase. It's okay, bud. You should be on Carnival Cruises. You. <laughs> I should. should take that spot. You. <laughs> I'm going to email. I'm going to email and tell him, hey, for $6,000, <laughs> I'll, I'll come do your cruise. Um, yeah, I just can't imagine, like, um, 
you know, there is a world where comics get paid that for a one-nighter or whatever, but sure. it's not at a brand new bar, at, you know, like, it's it's not at a bar show or whatever, like, that's, that's like, more on, it makes him actually seem more like a new person than you guys, because, like, you don't, you clearly don't know who you're emailing, like, that's, that's what not I thought the type too. of show, yeah. That's no, what I thought, too. Was... He's lost at sea, bro. That, that shit, that shit warps you, man, because those dudes go out there and make, like, legit two to three grand a week or whatever doing... Uh, horrible hack jokes on a ship and so like yeah they can't process that if you do a club weekend that makes you do six or seven shows yeah. then they'll give you a thousand dollars not for one single show that you're going to do at a place that just opened within the last month that's uh, paying other comics and drink tickets like you get free right. drinks and food because we you dumb fuck you're right it does you. make you seem it makes you seem like you stupid fuck it makes you dumb you're dumb you're the dumb one. You're the soft boy. Winky face. Eight years later and I fucking got you. You fuck. I can wait around forever. Wait around forever. That's what everybody says about me. The man's got patience. That uh, man will wait around to get his revenge. Uh, last week I mentioned that I was going to get a rowing machine or I was interested in it. Yep. Uh, I've been looking around. Uh, rowing machines are very expensive. Um, are they? Yeah, yeah. Decent ones are. I don't want to get like an Amazon basic $19 one because it's just going to, I'm going to die on it. <laughs> like once it gets to something that you have to use, like it's Why does die. Amazon have everything for $19? They have every version of something you need for like, just, it's like 20 bucks. Like, rowing machines, $800, 650-750, $19.99 Amazon basic. And you're like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, huh. <laughs> I remember I was looking for like a lapel mic for shooting sketches and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like a mic that you can put on yourself. And who, yeah, who, everyone. Who the fuck are you shooting? Who are you shooting sketches? <laughs> Every now and then, I like to slap truck holes on a truck. I like to do that sometimes. And uh, and for that, we need. That's a funny fucking. And, that's a funny. Uh, that was a funny yeah. sketch. But Google, it's the same way. Google buttholes on trucks. <laughs> Just see what you it's, get. Tell us what you find. Yeah, really explore it. See what's out there for you. Don't go just you first might... page either. Go deep. No, you might learn something about yourself. And that's what we're here for. But yeah, it was the same way. It'd be like $150, $129, yeah. $19. <laughs> Amazon Basic. I don't know. But luckily, uh, my stupid neighborhood is good for one thing. On weekends and... I mean, besides living. <laughs> On weekends and like... Uh, Holidays and stuff, everybody cleans out their garage. And then they post in the neighborhood group like, hey, just come fucking get this and you can have it. I don't give a shit. Just come fucking take it and it's yours. I want it out of my house. And you get a lot of good shit like that. And uh, I bought, today, I bought an air bike, an elliptical, and a rowing machine for $200. Damn. That's Amazon basic prices. Yeah, bro. Straight up Amazon Basic. And uh, the lady, I had to. She was like, "You can come get the elliptical, but I don't have a truck." She's like, "I, I guess you can carry it." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna carry this goddamn elliptical." And then I got down there. And guess what, y'all? Guess what, y'all? That motherfucker had wheels, son. Wheels. I picked that fucking handle and I just carried that shit down the street. The air bike. I picked the seat up. It got fucking wheels. It got wheels! I just fucking rolled it down the street to my goddamn house and it's mine now! Wheels! Cool! Crazy! 
<laughs> what a what a harrowing tale. Jesus, buddy, I walked. All you had to overcome. I walked down to the end of the street to get this elliptical, and then realized, oh fuck, this is probably very heavy, and I didn't know it had wheels. Cause guess what? It got sneaky wheels, bro. It got sneaky wheels. It only looked like it got wheels, but guess yeah. what? It fucking does. And I picked it up and it was heavy, and I was like, ah. I'm gonna have to carry this motherfucker. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm yoked, dude. I could be a fucking ox for this plane. I'll drag anything you want around here. It doesn't matter. But I mean, I don't want to if I don't got to. Motherfucker got wheels, dude. That lady came out. So my neighbor down here is a super like real. She's a personal trainer, super into fitness. Um, she is the most tan I've ever seen a white person be ever. And she uh. Always wears very, 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 very small bikinis at all times. Okay. And uh, it makes me uncomfortable talking to the next to one? her. Yeah. I I've I've never felt more like an old prude in my life because she's talking. I'm like, oh, you just that's what you're wearing. You just not there's just nothing. You're just wearing that. There's like little. Teenage boys running around the cul-de-sac. She's out there with her butt cheeks flapping out. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why they keep running around there. <laughs> oh, I get it now, dude. I totally understand. I mean, I get it. But I don't want... I just... Nah, dude. I, I can't be... I don't... It's the same as when you do comedy at burlesque. I want to respect your art. I want to watch. I want to give you the appropriate amount of attention for the art that you've made. But also, I look like this, so I can't stare at you naked for long. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, just, this does, you know. That's the thing about the way I look, is that I could totally just stare at you naked for, like, nobody gets upset. Chase has been hanging out of people's windows before, just looking in at them, taking, washing their dicks and stuff, and nobody, they just see him and like, Hey, what's up, Chase? (laughs) It's just Chase. They see me and like, ah, he's trying to look at my dick. Yeah, you need a softer face. That's what it is. It's that beard. Nah, dude. Impressive. My face is too soft for comedy. Remember? That's true. Man, you, you're really stuck in the middle there. I don't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, dude. It's too soft, too soft for comedy. Too hard to be creepy. And look, now I've got this. I've got this knife wound on my face. If you're Damn, listening, what happened, I, man? I got a big gash on my face because I forgot to trim my son's fingernails and we threw him in a pool and he got scared. <laughs> yeah. And he just clawed my face to get to the top. <laughs> I raised him right, bro. He claws, clawed my own, his father's face to get <laughs> up to dude, the top. Dude, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. <laughs> I respect the shit out of that, man. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> I oh, came in. The, face need to. I came in the other day, Chase. I think I told you this about the parachute, the bag over Zoe's head. I, yeah, my time is thrown off because we haven't recorded. We're recording a different. So I'm having, uh, I have a, the last, a big, We recorded last Thursday and this is Sunday. So we've had like over a week since we recorded. And I messed up. And when I made, no- every week during the week when stuff happens, I make notes in my app. But I usually delete the previous episode's notes and I didn't. So I'm, it's just a big list. I'm like, ooh. Even though I listened to the other episode like 18 times edited it, I forgot what I talked about. Well, Zoe jumped off of fucking uh, stairs. We already talked about I remember. Right. Oh, that was what you were about to talk about? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to talk about, uh, was that she told on me about it. I took her to her swim lessons, and she told the lady, the lady does the swim lessons, like, why do you have, your knees are bruised, baby? Did you have an accident, or did you fall, or something? And she goes, Dad didn't let me jump off the stairs with a bag like a parachute, but it didn't work. And then she just looked at me, the swim coach looked at me, 
it's just taking this five-year-old at, at her word that I just threw her off the top of stairs with a Walmart bag in her hand for protection. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not at all how it happened. I mean, that's not the whole story. <laughs> yeah, she she's lying! <laughs> with a bag, thinking it, but... And I was there! Alright, maybe that is the story. Maybe... That's what I was going to say, Chase. I was about to argue her down, but, like, that's... I mean, that's basically the story. Like, she told it better than I told the cancer story. She got right to the point. <laughs> got right to Who, the point. Who, where, what, no when. <laughs> it was all there. Um, I'm, uh, I got... Oh, go. I'm, uh... Whew. I'm sending... I'm sending nudie pictures back and forth with this lady, right? Uh, solicited... Hold on. Whoa, the, wait. The rare solicited dick pic... <laughs> you said this lady though, Chase. Yeah. You got a you got a you got a sugar mama. You I'm said not, lady. I'm gonna, huh? I, I, I'm a, I'm grown now. I say woman and lady. Oh. All right. I, uh, All right. No. Okay. So, no. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. So send it back and forth. Right. It's going great. I'm I'm looking at tits. I'm sending the same picture of my dick I took six months ago. Just recycling it, sending it out to the world. Different light. <laughs> Different lights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have like a best of in my phone of like best dick days uh, that I just go to anytime I get in one of these situations. Because uh, there's nothing more awkward than having like a sexy conversation with somebody and then you got to run in the bathroom right quick and pull your and pants down dick. and fluff your dick all up. It's too much pressure to try to get hard right there. And so. So, so you sent have, a picture of a big old wet dick? So I'm sending, I'm sending wet dicks, right? I'm sending yeah, uh, wet dude. dicks. She couldn't be happier. She's excited Just about th- it. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she couldn't be happier. It's the best thing that's ever happened to her. It's, I mean, it's exactly what she wanted that night was to see my dick. And so, so I'm, I'm, look, I'm a man of the people. All right, if you want to see it, I you just got to ask. That's honestly yeah. as easy as it is. I don't know if I've ever said no. I don't know if I've ever said no to somebody that wants to see my dick. And so... Uh, so we're getting into it, going back and forth. Ooh, I do this to you. If you do this to me, that's so fucking hot. Oh, it's so yeah. hot. It's like, yeah. Here's 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 another one of my dicks. It's kind of the same picture because it's the same yeah. dick. But here, here it is. But I'll and, uh, I'll smush it up in you if that's what you want. I'll, just cram, <laughs> so this, like I'll a, cram it right up in. I'll cram it right up in there, lady. And uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> By the way, I do have a sugar mama. It's that lady who tried to pay me like ten grand to fuck me in Arkansas. I uh, yeah, I had to get I had to get back on that. Um, yeah, you did. Good for you. <laughs> not, not true. I wish it. Was it true. is true. I, he just doesn't want to do a podcast. I, I think about that lady every night. Uh, she's the one. She's the one that got away in my life. <laughs> why didn't you just fuck that fifty year old with ten grand? I don't understand. Why? So why? Because you had a late show at the fucking yeah. Chuckle Hut in Little Rock, Arkansas. Who gives a fuck? All right. You could have so got gonna, your dick so wet. You're gonna burn a bridge to Little Rock, Arkansas. Who even fucking wants to get? So I, uh, yeah. So I, I thought I thought about that a lot. <laughs> and so, all right. So back to the story. So hot and heavy, just sending it, just making this girl's night. Right? She totally yeah. asked for it. Legit asked for it. She sent me a titty first with uh with a hey send me a dick. You see the other tit? It was like a bogo titty situation. Right. I, got, I got one free, but then I had to did pay. You, with did you ask? One. Did you ask? Does it look different? <laughs> does it look more mature now? Does it look? Is it is it different than the first titty pic you sent me? Like, 
like she sent a ditty pig and I, uh, you want to see the other one what is it i mean it probably looks just like this it? right <laughs> <laughs> should i see the other one is it yeah I don't know. now you're making me feel like i need to <laughs> you know there's doctors right i don't i can't help you all right like you gotta you gotta take that to a professional uh, right. so it gets hot and heavy girl asked me uh send me a picture of your butt <laughs> Josh, I'm never in never. pants or like your butthole. She, you spread your cheeks. I so so. I, I didn't clarify. Know. I had all the same questions, Josh. All these okay. same things were right. running through my head. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first go for me too. I've never, okay. I've never even thought about my butt as being something that a woman would want to check out. Oh man! And so. Yeah, you got a great butt, man. You got some cheeks on you. I mean, there's no I, look. Cheek, I mean, they clap every time you walk down the street. I don't, there's nothing. <laughs> Look, I can't walk anywhere without, like, people hassle me all day about what's going on back there. You know what I'm saying? But I've never had anybody be, be so bold as to ask for a picture. You know, normally I get to, like, I got to wear a, a sweater around my waist, you know, that I tie off and stuff so that I can get some fucking peace because everybody's worried about my cakes, you know? And so I'm just, I'm just thrown off by how just upfront she is about wanting to see these yams. And so I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I take a moment and I try to figure out like what does she want to see so I, I take I try to figure out the angle and it's a weird angle and so I take like I take one picture first because kind of like clothes and uh it doesn't really look like much because dude butts you know it's not really like going it's on with butt. dude butts it's not yeah it's not, it's not like I got this tiny waist and this fucking bagow coming <laughs> out of it or anything like that like you know it's but. We, I'm not I'm not built that way. So I was like, well, maybe that, that can't be what she wanted, right? So then now I got to like, I'm like, well, I guess I, I got to go in the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom because there's a mirror in there. You tucked your dick between your legs so that it came out the back. That's what she wanted, right? I, I, I wanted to say it, but yes, of course, that's what she wanted. Of course. And so... <laughs> And so I'm in there, and I'm just fucking throwing my dick through the back, right? I'm just fucking... <laughs> I, I, I keep slamming my legs together. I'm, like, missing it. It won't, like, stay. And, uh... <laughs> no. So I'm in there. It's weird because Travis is in his bedroom, and I'm just hoping that uh, he doesn't, like, come try to go to the bathroom. I gotta be like, wait, dude. I got my ass out looking in the mirror. Hold on. I'm taking and a picture so, of my butthole. Hold on, dude. So, uh... I take. Hey, actually, can you come in here and hold this for me? You can hold actually, this ring light. I could, I could use a cameraman. Honestly, I <laughs> look. We've lived together for a while. Okay. Yeah, let's it's just fine now. Let's at this get point. through this. Okay. Don't make. It's only weird if you make it weird. And so I. Uh, so yeah, I pull my pants down and I take a picture and then I look at. I look at the picture of my butt. <laughs> like gross. There's no way. There's, there's no way this could do something for somebody. It's like Hank Hill's butt. <laughs> yeah. So there's like wrinkles I didn't know about. There's like random, like I got like. Well, yeah. How often do you ever look at your bare ass cheeks? I got like mosquito bites on my ass for like I don't even know from when. Like I got I got all kind of weird. And I'm Those like, have been there for years. They don't have. Yeah, exactly. There's no mosquitoes out here, so I, I like man, I just had no part that I was back. You know, I had no idea that I was back there. I like, and then I was like, well, sometimes girls be putting their ass cheek on the sink. Maybe I gotta do ass cheek on the sink. Maybe that's the move. <laughs> That I got to do, and and then I, I got I put my leg up and I was like, no, 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 you can't do it, Chase. You just have to say no. You just say yeah, you're not comfortable. Yeah. 
You just, she has to know that you are not comfortable. And so then finally I sent her, I said, look, I am just not comfortable with what's going on here, okay? If you want to see dicks, that's one thing, all right? But I'm not just going to be taking my floppy ass out with all its bug bites and beauty and just sending it around the internet, okay? That's just not the type of guy I am. And then you blocked her? And then, and then I blocked her. I said, don't ever talk to me again. I really did. I, I, I told the girl, I was like, I told the girl, I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I just can't. I'm sorry. I was like, you want another dick pic? I'll send you that, but I, I can't do anything with it. I, I was totally not prepared. This is not something that's ever been asked of me before. I, I got nothing for you. So. I, I mean, that's a, it's a wise move. You thought it through. I, she, did she, how did she handle it? Did she cry? <laughs> we, 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 the conversation just stopped. We just got a, just got. I guess she had got enough dicks, and oh, so she no. was like, "Man, I, I was really looking for some booty." And uh, all right, I'm going. I guess I'll go to bed then. Okay, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah," because I was awkward. Go, to, please. Good, good night. I'm gonna call. She's trying now. to guilt you, like, oh man. Yeah. And so now I'm just walking around with my arms crossed over my chest and wearing a cardigan sweater everywhere you go and drinking tea with two sweater. hands. Yeah, this felt violated. I didn't like it. <laughs> like it, okay. That's not the agreement when you're sexing with a dude. It's all dicks. It's what we are. Yep. Okay. I didn't know if I was supposed to show something else off. I've taken my dick out in a Buffalo Wild Wings and taken pictures of it to send it. I'll slap it on the table in Buffalo Wild Wings. If you want a picture of it with some sriracha on it, I got you. Whatever. <laughs> but you asked for a picture of my butt. Like by first instinct, I'm putting a toothbrush in there and taking a picture. I don't know what you want. This seems like probably. I don't know. What this Is that what you want? <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> you want to see two fresh in the butt? <laughs> what How aggressive would you? that be? Can I get a picture of booty and then just get sent a picture with a shitty toothbrush coming out your ass? Is that what you want? Are you happy now? I was... I'm different now. Thanks. Thanks. I'm, di I'm different now. It's hard to just go about my day after I stuck a toothbrush <laughs> up there, okay? The next week you're just sitting there like this, and every time somebody walks by, you're like, oh. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> ass! <laughs> I was telling I was telling Monica and Debbie this story oh, last last night at the show, and uh, her and she's engaged, and uh, her wife was telling me uh, <laughs> her wife started giving me tips. On how to take a better ass picture for the next time. <laughs> She's like, no, yeah, do angles up high and doing the whole thing. And I didn't want to be, this is Monica's wife, and Monica's wife, has, she has a nice ass. I didn't want to be like, yeah, with that, like, you got more yeah. that you work with. So I didn't, want to, I didn't want to do that. So I was just like, yeah, I'll try it. But I'm like, I got this flat dude butt. Like, it's not, it doesn't work this Any angle is going to work for you. That's not the yeah. same for dudes. It's not, it's, yeah, it's gross back there. I've gotten called out, and uh, I think I've told you this on the show before. Uh, Michelle doesn't ever send me any butt pictures, but I have gotten caught in the store checking her out by people that didn't realize we were together. So a woman tapped her on the shoulder while she was pushing the kids in the buggy because I was walking behind her just staring at her dump. Just, <laughs> and some lady like told her, like, uh, that guy is, I don't know exactly what she said, but like, hey, that weirdo's yeah. just staring at your cakes back there. <laughs> And she had to go, oh, no, that's my husband of a decade and the father of these two kids right here. <laughs> it's gross. Hey, man. Hey, man. 
nice. <laughs> I'm a fan. I've never not been a fan of butt cheeks. For sure. And I might get crucified for that. And you know what? That's fine. That's what happens. You so know what mean. I mean? So what? Say something else. I'm getting cruised. I'm getting in. Uh, I'm in for right now, Chase. Uh, I'm I'm been eating real good. I got a cast iron skillet. I've been eating steaks. Uh, trying uh-huh. to just get you know, but I uh-huh. wanted Chinese food. Bad. Like I want buffet Chinese food. I just want to stuff my face so I think I'm gonna puke and then be hungry ten minutes later. I want that so bad because it's been forever. So I went to this Chinese buffet out here. Uh, I said out here. It's like, it's right here. You can't see it because I'm not going to turn the camera. It's right there. Uh, out uh, in this side of Louisiana. And uh, Chase, it was so bad that I'm going to war with the entire nation of Asia from now on. Wow. Just me all and the Asia. whole, all of it. All, all of it. I don't even care. I don't care what side of it. If you're not American, I'm just going to assume that you were part of the, the Chinese propaganda that gave me bad food at Panda Bear, <laughs> what, and I'm going to beat the shit out of what you. What did they do to you? What, did, what, what, what were their sins? Chase, it just wasn't good food. It was really bad. Oh, it was terrible said. food. Uh, I went in there with a two-year-old, and they made me uh, pay a full buffet price for the two-year-old that didn't eat. Not a kid's buffet price. I paid the same $15 or whatever for him that I paid for me to eat. And then it wasn't even good. I'm sorry, man. No. It was too late. (laughs) Violence was always going to be the end of this. We knew it going in. And now just me and the entire Every time before I go into a Chinese buffet, I look around at all the people with me and I go, are you ready to die today? <laughs> I stop them as they go in. I'm like, look, just know before you go in, this could be where we all make our stand and die. And if you're look, good with that, get your wontons. Look, we eat lunch at this buffet, but tonight we got <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Holy fuck. I want to start uh, saying stuff like that more. I want to start saying... Good. Uh, I want to start saying... I just want to tell people, like, hey, before we go anywhere tonight, we dine in hell. I want to start... I want to start doing more hell-related things. I want to tell people, I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in hell. That's a badass move. That's a That's good, another one. good one. I'll fuck your corpse in hell. That's what you say to <laughs> You know the only one I want to say? I want to say, as far as me and my family, we believe in Jesus. I want to do, I want to do, I want to do something like that, too. Look, as I just want to say me, right out of the gate. In my house, orange juice got no pulp. That's all. When it pertains to me and my familia, we don't give a fuck. You hear me? It's Letterman all day, every day. All, day. all right? You ask anyone in this familia, and they're going to tell you the coach is the greatest Chicago Bulls player in the history of the franchise. And we'll die on that, won't we? The coach! We call this the coach pound! Tony Kukos reference again, bitches! Hey. I mean, we're 58 for 58. <laughs> God damn. So I, I have watched a little bit of The Last Dance. Uh, not oh, enough. Great? To, 
I had no idea how competitive he was. Oh, like, dude, it's insane. Obviously, when you like, when you think back, yeah, of course he was. But watching that made me miss basketball, because that was when I was like dick deep in basketball. I couldn't love it anymore. Watching the Knicks play and watching them play the Sun, like it's just oh man. But uh, it's a thousand times more interesting than I thought it would be. It's so I, good. It's oh man, and uh, he doesn't seem like a very good person. He's he's rough. He's rough around the edges for sure. Yeah, I, not that he's not a good person. I, mean, I, the Michael from the McDonald's commercials is who I thought he was. I don't yeah. know anything. I've ne- I've always rooted against him. I didn't know anything about. So I've always thought he's like yeah. the. From no, the, you're gonna nah, you're dude. gonna see a video of him at practice, uh, repeatedly, repeatedly calling one of his teammates a hoe, just over and over again. Just call hoe, fuck, get the rebound, hoe. Just uh, over. I've never heard anybody use hoe that way, and that's the way you use it. Was it Tony Kukoc? No, I no, I would have told you by now. Woo, boy. By now. Who? Because I'll tell you what. It. Number one on my list would have been Asia. Number two, Al Qaeda. Number three, Jordan. MJ, you know how uh, you know how I got and horse grant. You know when Breaking Bad was on, and I was like into it. I was like watching it as it was coming on. Oh, I, I remember way too into it, right? So whenever you went to rewatch it, you watch it like after it was done. And mm. there's a moment in season five. So season five they split into like season A and season B, but it's all season five. At the end of season, at the end of the eighth episode, uh, it takes like a whole nother year before the next season starts. So, like, uh, you, you know, so there's this... I know there's only eight more episodes of this show that I've been watching right. for five years, and now I have to wait another year to watch just these eight more episodes. And so I would get so fucking mad. Like, I remember when you got to that part, I wanted to pause it and be like, now take a fucking year off. Now take a fucking year off and go walk around. With... That I had that same relationship with the Last Dance documentary because in, like, the 2018... Uh, NBA Finals, they showed a preview for it and was like, oh. showed all the people that are going to be talking, showed everybody sitting down, like, you know, and the whole thing, and I got all fired up. And then I had to wait two years <laughs> for it to come out. And then it came out during quarantine. And then I just every Sunday, it was like a big day. I had a girl over at my house one time. I drove her back to her house because the last dance was coming on. And I was like, are you going to want to watch the Michael Jordan thing? She's like, no, I hate basketball. I was like, okay, well, I got to take you home. You got to go. You got to go. And you're getting no pictures of my butt. That's for sure. And just... <laughs> but that was like my relationship with it. I, I, I like just tried to survive for two years. I was like, just don't die. Please don't die before this documentary. Put. Because the footage that's there, Michael Jordan had just on a shelf for 20 years. Like... It's all the footage of that last year of him playing with the Bulls. It he owns it all, so nobody could see any of that stuff until this documentary oh. came out. Yeah, so Thanks. it was all just like, oh man, there's all these great tapes of him being an asshole that we never got to see, and I know they're out there. Like, give it to me, and that's what this is. Like, yeah. God damn, uh, I'm really I'm gonna watch some more of it as soon as we get done here. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, but it makes me miss basketball from that. From NBA Finals start on Tuesday. I'm gonna watch them. The Bucks made it for the first time since like the 70s Six, or something. 74. God damn. Since that... Kareem was there. Holy fuck. Yeah, he was there before he was with the Lakers. Yeah. You tell uh, his kids to shut the fuck up, man. 
Tell him, Man, shut I the hope fuck it doesn't pick. I didn't realize you pick up on it that much. I, I hope it doesn't come over. It's it creeped me out. It sounded like a. It's. I can't tell if it's the transparency on my headphones around me, or if it was coming through there. And I heard it a few times before, and I was like, I'm hearing stuff. And then I paused, and I heard like a kid say something. I was like, oh, Okay, we're haunted. Then that's what this is. Oh, okay, so it's the haunted episode. Cool. <laughs> oh, all right. Bringing ghosts in here, huh? All right. Okay, then I got ghost. you. His fucking ghost. ghost? I guess. <laughs> I um, guess so. But yeah, it's going to be a great series because it's uh, the Suns are in it uh, for the first time since 1993. Chris Paul, who has never been to the NBA Finals in his 16-year career, uh, is finally Good in the him. NBA Finals. And so I'm, I'm really excited for him. He was drafted by New Orleans originally, so I got some stock still in him. Uh, it's going to be real sad, actually, as far as from a Pelicans fan standpoint, because Chris Paul is our greatest player ever. Uh, fuck mm. Anthony Davis. Chris Paul is our greatest player ever. Fuck Anthony Davis once again. Uh, and so... Uh, you one eyebrow having motherfucker. Uh, that, he's in it. Davis, uh, right? Yeah, that's him. That's him with that one eyebrow on his bum fucking knee. If I step on his toe, he'll miss three weeks, that fucking bitch. And so, Monty Williams is the coach of the Suns. And huh. he was the he was the Hornets coach when Chris Paul was there. Uh, Chris Paul's last year with us was his first year as a coach, and uh, we did this great move where we made it to the playoffs, and then we fired him for some reason, and then we haven't been back since, and we've now on our third coach in three years. Everything's fine. We're doing a great job. Uh, so I got to watch a really great coach that used to coach my team, coach one of the greatest point guards of all time that used to be the point guard on my team. Play against the Milwaukee Bucks, who have Drew Holiday, who's been on our team for the last seven years and is like more beloved than any. So I'm gonna watch all these old Pelicans that I really like, like some favorites of mine in the history of the franchise. Uh, play bring a the title team. home to their uh, to their own real town, to their new place. Not... Yeah, God it's pretty upsetting. God damn. Uh, but Take... I think I'm going. I I like both teams, but I think I'm going the Suns. I I, I want to see Chris Paul get one. Uh. uh... Just on, uh, I've always liked the Suns because Danny Ainge and them didn't win in the nineties. I want, I want the Suns to win, just because okay. I pull for them. Uh, I want to tell you, I'm gonna tell you one more thing, Chase. Then we can get out of here if you want. All um, right. And this is gonna make you and every listener in this with a soul angry. <laughs> and I'm gonna put the picture into the episode. Uh, I've learned how to do that, and so I'm going to find a way to fit it into every fucking episode until I learn a new trick. Uh, but my brother sent me this picture, and it is a WWE Legends picture. Okay, it's like a framed artwork, and I'm going to read. You, I'm going to read you who is on this legend. And Chase, I would like for you to agree with me or not if they are a legend. Okay. Oh, I love this game. I love this game. <clears throat> Brett, the Hitman Hart. Legend. Easily one of the greatest of all time. Legend. Ric Flair. Legend. Great. Doesn't even need to be said. Greatest of all time. Andre the Giant. Obviously a legend. Eddie Guerrero. Latino Heat. The fucking best. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Legend. Crazy, but a legend. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Legend. And if any one of you motherfuckers out there have anything different (laughs) to say, I'll come to your house and fight you. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, obviously. Legend. First WrestleMania. Sergeant Slaughter, G.I. Joe legend and wrestling legend. Razor Ramon. Legend. I, 
Scott Hall is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Legend. My favorite preacher. Shiggy Baby! Hey, Shiggy Baby. The Iron Sheik is obviously a legend. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yep. Uh, China, Joni Lorer. Lorer, Lorer, It's not Lawler, it's Lorer. China. I don't know how to say her last name correctly. Uh, I, it sounds like I'm setting up to say that she's not a legend. China is definitely a legend. She was no, the she first, yeah, first woman to win the Intercontinental Belt. Like the first woman to be respected as an actual, yeah, in the in that company, legend. And then underneath there, they have Lex Goddamn Luger. <laughs> Lex fucking Luger is a WWE legend. A WWE legend <laughs> from those two years he was there. You know who's not on there? The guy that Lex Luger is a knockoff from. Hulk goddamn Hogan is not on your list of WWE legends. But the American Express Lex Luger is on there? Are you fucking kidding me? That Holy shit. Lex My Luger. brother. No. Look, Chase. Okay. I thought that. I just, I, no, no, I no. I it out there. I thought that at first and I was really mad about it. But he's got the red, white, and blue armbands. So you know he loves America. My brother sent that to me and was like, do you want me to pick this up for you? And <laughs> he no, wasn't being shitty. It. Like, he was being for real. And yeah. I wrote out, like, a, a go fuck yourself paragraph to him like he created it or something. I was like, no, you know why? Because they don't respect the goddamn thing that that company was built on the back of that man. <laughs> like, so I'm furious. I know this was made around the time where for, like, a year or two they decided that the guy, Terry Balea, that plays Hulk Hogan, uh, it's bad that he's a racist. He's been a racist since the 70s or whatever, and he still is. But they decided for like a two-year period when it, the internet found out he was, they are like, oh, no, this is bad. He's, not, he's not good. So they were like, uh, who do we? Who else do we put on there then? Uh, do you want to put somebody who's actually a legend and a decent wrestler? You got Ray Ramon, you could put Diesel. You could put the heartbreak the Sean kid, Michaels. Sean fucking yeah. Michaels. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Nope. Let's put Lex fucking Luger on there. Chase, Lex Luger isn't even a legend in his own mind. And it's goddamn infuriating that they would put him on this poster and not Hulk Hogan. And uh, so now... Yeah, it's bullshit. He didn't even wear the title. He didn't wear the title with WWE. He did... Chase, he didn't even win the title. Didn't even win the fucking title. He body slammed Yokozuna on a fucking uh, a battleship. <laughs> And nobody gave a fuck. Are you kidding me? On America's birthday, a dude in red, white, and blue body slams uh, uh, an evil uh, Asian character, stereotype character, and America can't cheer for that. They oh. even then they were like, mm, "Yeah, I don't care." Bah, <laughs> bah, Fuck you, Lex Luger. Are you kidding me? Are you fuck? Oh my god, it's a disgrace, Chase. That's what it is. Yeah. Fucking disgrace. I agree. I have a soul. I, agree. I feel I feel like that bang I chugged right as we were starting didn't kick in until I remembered that Hulk Hogan was left off of this poster. <laughs> it makes me very angry. Uh, 